0: You know, I'm a little bit more careful and not meaning I don't want to introduce people, but I try to my best to make sure I don't waste people's time and make sure they really are the right fit and I do the right kind of introduction. You know, is that other person ready for that connection? Choose not to live in a world of filters. Realize your mistakes. Set the foundation
1: for your success. Get some wins. Knucklehead Podcast. All right, well, welcome to another edition of Knucklehead Podcast. You got with you today, the Knucklehead Stephen, and I've got uh, I've got James Van Pruen with me. I call him, uh, tenderly, I call him VP. The reason why I call him VP is because that's what he told me to call him. been <laughs> went up Van Pruen a bunch of times. I have one of those names that's kind of hard to pronounce, uh, known as colon. Uh, I always say that life would be a pain in the tail without a hardworking colon. Insert your creative adjective instead of tail, if you'd like. But that's exactly what I say. So anyway, uh, James, I appreciate you taking some time to come on to an episode of Knucklehead. We've spent the last few minutes here talking back and forth about something as simple as setting up a microphone on a computer can really set somebody off. And I loved how you said, you know what? Listen, I've spent uh, 20 years in the military setting up IT all over the world. There's a lot of other things that you can lose your patience about. In a way, you're kind of letting somebody off the hook. Kind of letting them know that, hey, you understand where they're coming from. Tell people a little bit about you. And first of all, if you could introduce yourself, that'd be fantastic. I appreciate the level of care and the the emotional awareness that you seem to take into every single conversation that I think I've ever seen you have.
0: Thank you, Stephen. That's uh, I take that as a big compliment. Yeah. So James Van Proyen. So nobody can pronounce Van Proyen very well in my whole entire life. So in yeah. the military, kind of morphed into. At uh, my first duty station, one of the guys is like, Van P-. he called me Van P. And then he's like, Van P, you're the VP. And so as I kind of got some rank and I was enlisted and became a, a sergeant as opposed to an airman, it was pretty much sergeant VP at that point or VP, for depending on who it was. So, And I thought that was kind of a military thing. And as I was getting out of the military, someone that, that you and I both know at this point, Chris Kermitos, who is, had a business organization that I was a part of, I brought him to my retirement ceremony and I, I was kind of transitioning when I met him and going back to my first name, James, because I thought kind of VP was a military, you know, because everybody's got nicknames and he heard everybody at my retirement ceremony calling me VP because it's like hardly anyone really actually knew my name, especially I was in a joint unit at the end. So the last five years of my 20 years. So he came back to the next meeting that they had at the business organization. He's like, oh, his buddy's calling VP so then it slowly went over from everybody calling me james a lot of times just friends and buddies calling vp so that's kind of how how that all went but um so i retired from the air force and we met kind of in the podcast community and podcast space and uh i consider you now to be uh, a friend and and somebody that i've i value your your friendship and um and you know we're kind of doing some similar things in the world so here i am it's
1: cool to have buddies on, right? It's one thing to have an industry leader to come on, uh, such as yourself. And when I say an industry leader, I want to provide some context around. Uh, so people who are listening to this, folks of you who have, who've been listening, um, like, you know, J.D. Owens or and a lot of guys that I served with back whenever I was in the court. I remember my buddy, Alex Castaño. He was one of the first people I sent my beta episode to. I, And now we're, you know, we... Tout our don't be beta all the time it's it's interesting hearing feedback from those guys because they they knew me whenever I was in but now just for context the business leaders the sales leaders the folks who are out there leading teams who are on the front lines, dealing with this covid-19 crisis of you know now you're going to be out of work or potentially your company's going through setbacks uh, there's always going to be these challenges but the the commonality between that time in the military and the business world now and hearing what you're talking about with Chris and the common connection between all of those is people know you from how they've known you, as opposed to knowing you and getting to, to meet you in the context of how you're known in your industry. I think a lot of times people, they get this miscon. Well, I know I've, I've been guilty of it before, thinking that somebody, whenever they're speaking on stage, is going to be able to conduct themselves and have interpersonal relationships and, and have a just a comprehensive conversation like this, because of the way that they're presenting on stage, when in fact, Who they are on stage is somebody who's completely different behind closed doors. And you've had the privilege of being around when folks listen to podcasts or people want to talk about creating income or a business entity through podcasting. You know, kind of the gold standard that's out there. uh, There's some industry experts. There's some people who you've rubbed elbows with who you've got a chance to see behind the scenes. So when I say industry leader, I'm not just saying it because, you know, there's a bunch of people who follow you on Instagram with 75% of them being Russian bots. I'm talking about there's industry experts like yourself who have relationships at each one of these technological programs that now connect all these disconnected communities. so that's the context that I was going for if that makes sense so
0: it does Stephen, thank you for that, and then that reminds me of a couple of things I want to mention you know on the podcast. so what's interesting to me is. I think there's some commonality with, with a lot of the, the things that I've been involved with in the past, you know, where, you know, you come out, which you, you served as well. And you come out of the military environment where you, you know, acts of service and serving a higher thing is the DNA. And it doesn't, you know, we kind of go back and forth, you know, to be funny about the different branches, but really doesn't matter if you were in the Marines, army, Navy, air force. And I guess I'll include coast guard. No, it's, um, just kidding. So, <laughs> You know, that as I was coming out of the military and then starting to, again, kind of say, okay, you know, I I did IT for 20 years and I kind of want to go a different direction. I love business. I want to really learn to transition out into the civilian sector and not be military anymore and not work, you know, in IT and, and on the base or something like that. I was like, okay let me go out and learn from other people in the Tampa Bay community that I was at, um, from people that are already doing that. And that actually led into being able to be around a group of people that were just starting to get into podcasting early enough to where, you know, and it's hard to really hear that and think, you know, cause I think we always think differently of ourselves, but, you know, I've been fortunate to help out with Podfest since the beginning and go to podcast movement ever since it started, you know, I'm sorry, the second year of podcast movement and, really be around a lot of the people that had been there at the very beginning of podcasting even being a thing, which, uh, you know, at that point I was still serving and listening to some sports podcasts, but not really truly understanding a lot of what you do now and and what I'm involved in. so everything that I kind of learned after that, and I can kind of always trace it back mostly from meeting Chris Kermitsos and being a part of the Tampa Bay business owners group that, that actually Podfest and the podcast community there in Tampa came out of, you know, and I love connecting people as you know, and because of some of my connections over time and live video, live streaming was just kind of a thing as I was getting out. So I met Aaron Smith or I think her, her last name's different, but Aaron Smith at the time, I met her on a live video right before I went to my first podcast movement. And she introduced me to one of the people that was actually the co-founder at the time, Gary Leland, who has since exited podcast movement. But it was through a lot of that relationship that I was actually introduced to Sia, who when you and I met last year, I said, you you guys got to meet. They're doing some cool things. Uh, They're both business partners, Sia and Aaron, doing things in the tech uh, podcast tech space in the Dallas area. And a week later, I like to and I tell a lot of people this story is, you know, I connect a lot of people and I kind of forget that I'm doing that. I felt like I've learned a lot of that from Chris as well. Uh, Chris is very good at that. Chris Kermitos. And so, you know, about a week or so after I had introduced you guys on LinkedIn, right after military influence conference last year in D.C., I get a tag this Facebook live that you guys did saying, Hey, you know, thanks to James introducing us, you know, we're, we're here. And, and, uh, and I think that doesn't necessarily only speak the fact that I was able to introduce you guys, but the fact that you took me up on that and that you guys took massive, you know, kind of fast action to, Hey, let's do a joint video together and really shows the, the space that I was introduced to with the podcasting stuff. Because a lot of times people think, Oh, that's a competitor, but it's, I've always seen mostly collaborative and people who are in the same industries, but they have each other on their, each other's podcasts and they listen to each other's podcasts and stuff like that. So it's, it's really cool. Kind of how all this stuff kind of comes full circle. So hopefully your audience can kind of digest some of that, but those are the things I was thinking of right away on how cool, you know, that is of, you know, if you do the right thing and to take something I've seen from Pat Flynn's community another uh, pretty well-known podcaster and uh, online business person. He's like served first. And I think that's what it really comes down to is the people that do that. You can, you can see the kind of givers and takers in, in that sense.
1: Have you ever asked yourself why you haven't started a podcast? Well, I already know the reason. So do you, you don't feel like you're tech savvy. You don't feel like you got your message wired tight. And quite frankly, it's just, it's all this mystification going on. Quite frankly, uh, our process helps to demystify that we're push button for podcasts. we're knucklehead why knucklehead Well, we lead with the fact that you don't know what you're doing we do we've been there we've actually been in your shoes we take your spoken voice we literally give a human voice to your website you want to bring dead leads to life well then you need to talk to knucklehead essentially what we're going to do is we're going to take you through our process and we're going to help take your human voice and increase the process for you going from dead leads to life how do i how do i do You essentially just take your human voice, put it in a directory, and let people consume more of you. Give your audience the ability to Netflix on you. They want to binge watch you. They want to binge listen. Give them the ability to take your voice along on that commute with them. So you can get in touch with us, Steven at Knucklehead Podcasts, or if you got a really cool story, Stories at Knucklehead Podcasts. You can find us on LinkedIn and on Facebook at Knucklehead Promotions, LLC. Get in touch with us. Don't be a beta about the process. Don't let the fact that you don't know preventing you from getting some wins. So don't be a beta get some wins and contact us today. See you. Yeah, you bring up two really good points. One of them I want to highlight here and that is that provides you a lot of opportunity to screw things up whenever you whenever you're dealing with people. And this is Knucklehead podcast. So I want you to share a story real quick about a time where you thought, gosh, this is this is a match made in heaven. I've got I've got somebody here who uh, has an, a dramatic need, an absolute need that I know that this person over here can feel and I'm going to smash these two together. And what's going to come as a result of that is is utopia. It's going to be a fantastic business environment. Everybody's going to be able to make more money and everything's going to, you know, everybody's going to walk holding hands and tiptoeing through the tulips and singing Kumbaya and it didn't happen. And then the second thing, and I'll come back to it, but the second thing is the people that take action. I think the commonality of what you're talking about here is taking action is different than taking instruction, and then taking action is different than taking instruction with guidance. Like there was a reason why you decided to put me in, it's called Innovation uh, Media Enterprises here in Dallas. They do a phenomenal job at talking intelligently about kind of difficult business type topics with industry leaders in a studio type form here in the DFW area. So they provide an audience to folks who can speak to a solution and they search that out in the community. So they have a very innovative way at problem solving, which is what you're supposed to do as an entrepreneur, right? But you saw that you, there was a reason why you saw that. So it wasn't just like haphazardly, I'm going to get these two folks together just because, right. But I'm sure that's happened before. And you thought it was going to work out really, really well. And it didn't. I'd love for you to share uh, a time where, you know, that kind of blew up in your face in the business sense.
0: Yeah, no. And, and I like the question. I'm, I'm wanting to be careful because of how I am and my personality. I don't want to use, I can give an example without using names, but what i will say and what i think at the heart of your question and i've gotten i believe hopefully better at this like it's just the way my mind works like as i watched you know as i look back that first podcast movement i had just retired from the military and i was really new into going to some of these conferences related to business really even but definitely podcasting so it was uh, the summer of 2015 at podcast movement and We were at an after one of the first nights after parties, and I watched, you know, because I was kind of hanging out with a group of people related in the Florida space. Like, so Chris and some other people from our area were kind of all together. We met somebody, and the guys like, oh, you know, Chris asked him where he's from. He's like, I'm from Houston, and he's, you know, Chris just starts rattling off all these people that he knows in Houston. Do you know this guy? Do you know that person? And I just maybe I maybe I shouldn't have, but at the time I was like, wow, like how. I understand how he knows so many people in Florida, but how does he know so many people everywhere? Like That's just my first impression of that. And then as I kind of look back now in the military time, in 20 years of doing 20 years in the Air Force, and you started to know a lot of people, maybe not in everybody in your job, but through your experiences, you, I understand now in a space, you can kind of collect a group of people as well. But I just always watched certain people that did well at connecting people together. So that's what started to happen for me is, I just immediately, and, and, and I'll, I'll say one more thing actually related to that. And, and I, I believe now looking back, especially a lot of what I, I may probably have the ability to do some of this, but I was helping with Tampa Bay Business Owners Organization events because uh, Chris held quite a few events with that entity. And then PodFest as well did a thing called Strategic Alliance or Strategic Networking, Speed Networking. It really, I would say, kind of sets up the podcast conference podfest. The very first night, they'll do this table where everybody kind of rotates, and the the mindset and the gist of that is like you hear people that would help be able to help each other. You you guys should talk to each other. You guys would be a good fit, or you know you could just see the people doing similar things or your own background. You could kind of help those people. So. I think through things like that, my mind just always became like that. If I was at a, an event or doing a booth for PodFest at different places or you know, just as I was talking and meeting more people, that's what happened when I talked to you. Immediately, because I knew what Sia and Aaron were doing and I know the type of people they are, I know their background, I knew I could tell someone like you, hey, you were in that area. If I kind of put myself in your position. I was like, if I was you and I was living where you're at and I kind of know that area a little bit, you're definitely going to want to know them because they're connected and hooked into what you're doing. And I know their mindset. I know they're the type of people that wouldn't quote unquote not play nice with others. So I think I've tried to get a little bit better over time of not connecting people. Just, you know, I'm a little bit more careful and not meaning I don't want to introduce people, but I try to my best to make sure I don't waste people's time, I think, and make sure they really are the right fit and I do the right kind of introduction. Because there has been times where at first, because it's just the way I'm wired is, is, you know, back to the military a little bit, you know, if you see a need, you want to help people, because I started to meet a lot of people, like, let's say in education, you know, in the education space, I have no background or n- known thing that I want to do in the education space. But if I know these three or four people that are doing very similar things, and I can put them together, that just in my mind makes sense is because, hey, if there's some good things that could come out of that even if nothing comes out of that, I just feel a moral obligation to make sure that they, they start talking to each other, they know each other. And then the more you're kind of have the ability to meet more people. And, and it's, I say a small world, it's never smaller than, than it is right now. And then of course, with what's happening in 2020, it becomes even more relevant to where, you know, a lot of people aren't able to travel right now and they're kind of working out of their homes and it's never been easier to be connected on social media and, Every application, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, every one of them have a messaging capability. So as I was meeting more people and knowing how easy it was to connect people together, that's just been kind of a natural thing. But there's been times where, you know, you kind of learn, you know, and then I can't control what happens after. I feel like if I do the handoff, you know, that's really all you can do. And that's really goes back to our story. And my story about you is I actually love to see what you guys did because I know, and it can almost be like a check mark. Like, cool. They're in good hands, whatever happens happens, but they're now at least know who they are and, and can make it work. But there's been times where I've introduced people where maybe one or the other, I mean, there's one person I know in particular, I'm not going to say his name, but I felt like people I introduced him to for whatever reason, his personality or something. I don't think it's not a good connection for the people that are connected to him, but I didn't, see a lot of that person being willing to go much out of their way to set up a time to talk or anything like that. So what I do personally is just kind of like, okay, note to self, right? Like that's maybe somebody that I'm a little bit different. I'll either figure out a way that works for that person or have that discussion with that person or just, you know, goes back to just be a little bit more, careful to an extent of just being you know I think I just took a little bit of time to be like okay make sure I'm not wasting either people's time not every time I think you know in my mind over time I've been okay probably not someone I should immediately connect this person with not because you know is that other person ready for that connection so I think I've gotten a little bit better and responsible of, of also knowing that as as opposed to just do it so Hopefully that answers the question. So a little bit roundabout way, I feel like a little bit of a politician, but I definitely don't want to go on a podcast and use anybody's name. So
1: blasting somebody, blasting somebody like they probably don't listen to my show. So so it's all good. Uh, It may come back to them eventually, but
0: that's what I joke on my podcast on uh, one of the ones I do in the running space. I was kind of laugh and say, oh, don't worry. Nobody listens to this podcast anyway. (laughs) <laughs>
1: That's exactly right.
0: That's exactly right. Funny how that works.
1: Well, I, I, I got to ask then, let's land the plane because we're right at, you know, just a few minutes left here in the show. And so let's land the plane doing this. Let's talk about if somebody was going to come across James and uh, and come in contact with you and not know what it is that you do, not necessarily from a skill set standpoint, but if somebody was going to say, you know what, I need, I need what James does, but I need it for my business, how would they find you? And then what would that person come away with an understanding of what it is that you do and how do you do it?
0: Yeah. So basically, I would say if anybody wants to reach out to me, I'm definitely everywhere. So I'm on all social media platforms with, if you look up my name, which is not common at all, as long as you know the spelling or my last name, pretty much I show up. You know, if I get to the PR on, especially on the LinkedIn side, I usually show up a lot easier than like a Jeff Smith, let's say, or I don't know the common name on the female side. But basically, it depends on the military side. I have a co founder of the Military Podcast Network. So, If someone's in them, either has someone who would be a good person to introduce me to that is in the military space doing good things for the military, um, we either can find a podcast for them to be on or help them start a podcast for their business or for what their message is. Um, I do some podcast consulting. And I also do not as much on a business sense for if someone's to approach me, but we on the running side, I have a co-host that we do a podcast called the Ragnar Life podcast, so Ragnar Relay as of 2020 has no podcast of their own. So we do as close to an official podcast for them as we can. So we're doing kind of some cool things um, on that side. But um, so if anybody has run a ride now or wants to, and wants to be on the podcast, please reach out. And, um, but yeah, so, so mostly on the podcast side, like I can, either point people to the right person for them to be on a podcast or uh, help them start their podcast. Or if I can't help them, give them to the people that can. So that's the bigger way to just say it's especially at first, everybody's like, well, what else do you do podcasting? What else? It's like, wh- what do you mean? What else? Like, there's so much, as you know, to that. There's so much there. Well, it, so when people think of, so when, if people want to just go
1: and Google start a podcast, first of all, they're going to get inundated with a bunch of information, right? And and so you have a bunch of choices, right? It's not really as simple as how do I go from where I am to the grocery store? I mean, you can use Google Maps, you can use Apple Maps. It's actually pretty simple when you think about it, just like kind of starting a show. when it comes to podcasting, however, you have choices and options. Now, being able to evaluate those choices and options and save yourself some time, that's where you, you run into a little bit of a challenge. Just confessional here it took me seven episodes before I realized I didn't have a podcast I was recording our eighth episode producing it with our one of our first guests and I went to a uh, like a podcast workshop because I wanted to invest some time at doing well at, at this it turns out one of the one of the free host your show for free uh, wasn't really giving you an RSS feed and you didn't have your own show so uh, for those of you who are out there who got this nut cracked fantastic keep at it because I didn't stop after eight, you know that's the knucklehead part of me. It was, I would I didn't get to a thousand downloads on this show until we got to fifty episodes, right? But I went from a thousand to ten thousand in the next ten episodes, and now we're well over fifty k in terms of downloads. I'm I'm very excited about you know not just this show, but for what we've been able to do with some of the other shows. So and a lot of that comes from what I call just if these walls could talk type of environments with James, right? Uh, Listening to what he's having to say. I mean, if you were going to go there and type in on Google how to do it, what's going to end up happening is is you're going to come across some folks who've done some very good coursework. Odds are they got to where they are in terms of where they've learned largely by going through that process with James. Uh, I don't want to drop any names here, but something to do with things being on fire. Just imagine what it is. James has probably pulled a coconut out of a tree. And uh, we'll just leave it at that. So anyway, James, I appreciate you taking some time to join us today. And, and I'm curious, anything else that you want to leave these folks with before we wrap?
0: Yeah. And I think related to what you just said, Stephen, and, and I think, you know, we're seeing it now. And I believe I've heard this said years ago, I say years ago, but like when I first started going to a lot of podcast meetups and and being av- involved in the podcast conferences and going to a lot of them. Is I believe every business will in the near future, maybe even faster than before with the situation we're having right now, will have a podcast of some sort because why wouldn't they like it's just a good way for them to get their message out about their company, their brand, what they do. But the problem is, is there still isn't enough people to help as many people as need it. So I think it's, it's not always who does or doesn't know something. Cause if you and I would look, I'm sure a lot of, or even Aaron and Sia that we talked about, if we were all kind of talking, there would be a lot of the same things that we all know. And we would all probably come pretty close and what we would suggest. To an extent, but it's like even someone that comes to, you know, we just had PodFest recently and, you know, you're going to walk in and talk to vendors that you're going to, they're going to talk about every kind of mic you could possibly have. You're going to talk about, you know, there's a hosting company. There's a new one that stands up probably every day, at least, if not less than that. So you know, there's, there's a lot of things going into it that people will want to know kind of, and be aware of. So it's really just who are they comfortable with learning from? There's definitely free resources out there, but it's like anything, it's like, you know, how much strategy do you want to have? How much help do you want with the process? You know, and then a lot of us can kind of cut our teeth on it where, you know, I know a lot of things now and just kind of don't feel like I'm an expert until you help someone who doesn't know it at all. And then you're like, wow, like I knew, I know quite a bit of stuff. So I think it's just one of those things where you can definitely find out, but I would definitely suggest, look, you know, kind of what your, what your goal is. I I personally, I don't, you know, I know you're probably similar, but like for me, I'm not as willing or not willing is not the right word, but as wanting to use my time to help people that are are just kind of, here's something I want to do for fun and see if 15 years from now it works, you know, being a little sarcastic, but I'm more wanting to help people with a message that are already kind of putting a podcast is what they're already doing Helping on the business side, especially or on the military side itself, of just getting the word out for such good things that are helping the military space. So, so that's kind of what I'm about. And I uh, appreciate you and, and your friendship and the ability to come on your podcast. And I definitely should have already done it, need to have you on mine as well. So, and uh, definitely would love people to check out uh, the podcast, The Veterans in Business Show, and also the Rock Night Life podcast that I talked about. So, please check those out if you're into running or into the military or veteran business. There you go. Told you how to get in touch with him,
1: James Van Pruen. You can't spell it. P-R-O-O. Yeah, V-A-N-P-R-O-O-Y-N. There you go. Van Pruen, VP. All right, James, appreciate you, man. Awesome. Thank you. For everybody else, new podcast episodes coming at you every Tuesday. Don't be a beta. See ya.